welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much for being here with us and listening uh, or watching on any platform that you're doing so. Appreciate you guys having us here with you guys. We got Josh Bixler. Hi, friends. Alex Zavada. Heidi Ho. Heidi Ho, neighbors. That's good. I like that. How's I wish going? I said that now. Yada, yada. Uh, well, first and foremost, this, this uh, afternoon, we uh, are super excited um, to actually have this podcast be presented to you by uh, VSDC. So they've made this uh, podcast possible today. Um, and they are a free nonlinear video editor for Windows operating system, which I didn't know what that meant, to be honest with you. I didn't yeah, know what nonlinear meant. And from what, it, from what I understand, it means that you have the possibility to sign simultaneously create many objects in random locations and positions in time, which is kind of cool because it gives you the the freedom to do so. Um, And so like unlike many other, and the nice thing about it is it's free. That's that's the biggest thing. It's free to all the users, uh, which is really cool. So unlike many free pieces of video editing software, VSCC is truly free with no watermarks, trial periods, format, or feature limitations, which is and always, always a good option to have. Uh, they do have a pro version. So if for some reason you are getting to the point where you're like, man, I've reached its potential. Um, I need something new. I need something uh, better. Um, there is a pro version, which is $19.99 per year, which is super cheap in my opinion. You don't have to pay a monthly fee, which is nice. Uh, but it's aimed at the small percentage of users that, you know, working with large files or editing video on a professional level. So those are the kind of key features of that. You got stabilization, hardware acceleration, video masking, audio waveform, and all those kind of cool things. So, which is really nice. nice. Also, uh, if, if you're not used to GoPro or whatever, but I'm sure most people are used to hearing that name, um, GoPro has an actual, on their FAQ site, um, they have a thing called GoPro Studio. Um, and once you've reached that kind of end of life situation with GoPro Studio, this is actually presented by GoPro as the next step. VSTC is the next step in editing software that they kind of recommend you to use, which is really cool. Everyone has a GoPro. Yes, everybody. I mean, almost everybody. I don't actually, which is kind okay, of I don't either. But, but I use a lot. But Chad just bought one, which is really cool. Thank you. <laughs> um, the other a couple of key advantages that they have is, um, you know, it runs on PCs with limited resources, so low system requirements. And they also just re, uh, released a version optimized uh, for 64-bit Windows operating system, which is which is really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's also kept capable of gradient color correction, works with popular audio and formats and codecs, uh, HD, 4K, all that kind of stuff. Um, and one of the really cool things is that for our viewers and listeners only, um, there's going to be a coupon code. So if you guys want to get the the, the free version, you work through it and you want to get the pro version, um, it's going to be flight underscore test VSDC and you get 30% off, 30% off. of the uh, pro version of this software. Nice. Less than a buck a day. Right. Or a buck a month. But yeah. Um, yeah. Almost. And 14, I think for a full year. I think, is, I think I'm going to try it. Yeah. And, and I know that actually Ian has been looking actually, which is hilarious. He's uses GoPro studio, okay. uh, but he said he's kind of reached his, the end of his that. Limit. Life, so he's like looking for that next step. So he's uh, actually going to go do that uh, over the weekend. Sounds like cool. a potential video. So once again, thank you so much for uh, for uh, VSDC. Thanks so much for uh, making this podcast possible. Go check them out. We'll do a link down below uh, so you can check all that stuff out and uh, and and play around with it yourself. So Love that's it. thanks so much for them, and they've uh, they made this possible. So yeah, and thank you guys for listening because if yes. it wasn't for you, we wouldn't get the sponsorships which that's would true. make this podcast possible. Hundred so percent, which is you really everyone. cool. Yes. And today we got a kind of a cool cool uh set on on task today uh and the first uh item of note is the flight fest south 2017 it's, number three of the year it's crazy it took us three years to get done with our first three 
<laughs> if you think about that, yeah. you know what I mean? And we've done three in a year now. Three. Well, Fly Fest West does seem like it was like a long time ago. It does. It does. This is one of the craziest years I can ever remember of my life. And uh, a lot of great memories in it. And a lot of that came from Flight Fest. Yes. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing. And, and if you have not been to a Flight Fest, um, you definitely want to seriously consider coming out. Yes. Because they're, they're literally life-changing. Yeah, they really are. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and when you say that, definitely don't mean it lightly. Um, yeah. One of the, the visions we have with flight tests is we don't want this hobby to be uh, exclusive. We want people to actually come out with their families, their friends, mm-hmm. uh, make some memories, have some good laughs. And every flight fest we've had, we've always had challenges with weather and things like that. But everyone seems like it just has a special vibe about it. And uh, we're going down south. We don't want people to have to necessarily travel to us. We want to travel to you. <laughs> right. So we're going to Florida. And that's where this one's going to be held. And uh, it's it's coming up quick. Yeah. November. November 3rd through the 5th. And the, the, the one thing that's a little bit different about this Flight Fest is that instead of four days, it's yeah. actually three days. So the 3rd, 4th, and 5th, which I believe is a Friday, Saturday, and mm-hmm. Sunday, right, if I'm not mistaken. So instead of four days, it's three days. Um, now, what what... Well, let's give them some insight on why that why we decided to go three instead of four. Well, obviously, uh, right now, you know, during that time of the year, there's going to be school involved. Mm-hmm. So uh, with school, you know, we want families to come out as a whole. Right. Uh, that's going to require sometimes travel. So uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday gives them the best opportunity to be able to do that. Also, uh, we don't want to uh, disrupt people's lives too much. This is the first time we know it's going to probably be a little bit smaller than our typical East things. Uh, we want to be able to condition this as best as possible to be able to to entertain everyone. That's right. That makes sense. Um, but it's going to be really cool. We're going to have more things at this event that we've ever had before, especially with full-scale general aviation. That's And, and it's down over down at uh, Lake Wales. Lake Wales. It's actually at a real airport. Yep. Yes. Dude, that's that's going to be sweet. And I think that's the first time we've ever had a flight fest at an actual airstrip, yeah. right, big, if I'm not mistaken. Big shout-out to our friends at Aviator PPG. They did a lot of the legwork to open up this airport. And uh, we're really, really grateful to have them as friends, but also helping with uh, making this event possible. Yeah, because you got to, as, as I'm sure most of our – listeners and viewers are aware that you have to jump through quite a bit of hoops to be able to fly anything RC at an actual airport. Yes. Correct. If I'm not mistaken, like that's, that's not something normally that gets to happen. So we really are very appreciative of aviators, like yeah. aviator PPGs, like work down there because without them, it would not have been possible. Hundred yeah. percent. And we really want to see you guys. Uh, one thing that will really help us out: uh, you can save money by registering early. So if you go to the link that we'll have down below, uh, pre-register. That's going to tell us, you know, as far as amenities, camping, everything. What do we need to do to best serve you? But it's also going to save you a couple bucks as well, too. Yeah. So uh, definitely love to encourage you to register early. Uh, I don't anticipate this place, you know, packing out where we, we have to turn anyone away. <laughs> right. But at the same time, we really want to do make sure we have the amenities ready to serve you properly. So it's the best experience it can be. That makes sense. And also, if you're a uh, if you're a vendor um, and you're looking to uh, to take uh, advantage of those opportunities, vendor spaces are open yeah. uh, from what I saw online after talking with Austin. Um, so you can go and we'll put the link down below Flight Fest, the Flight Fest link. So you can go through every little thing that you want, vendor registration, uh, camping, uh, all that good stuff and see the entire detailed list of what's going to be going on. And, and we're, all, we're still adding things from what I understand. Uh, there's a lot of cool stuff going mm-hmm. going to be down going on. Uh, so, yeah, bring your friends, bring your family, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, because it should be. As fantastic as all the others. At least I I feel like that's the case. Um, And also the other note in that is if you're part of the community and you go on the forums and you're on the articles and you're going through the Facebook and YouTubes and you're commenting with your friends and whatnot and you've never met them in person, this is a great way for not only to convince your wives and your children and all that stuff um, to go see your friends, but you know, a lot of the, a lot of what happens, especially at Flight Fest East um, is that, you know, 
you got these friends that are miles and miles away, mm-hmm. hundreds and thousands of miles away from each other. And for one event, they all get together and they come together and they get to see each other for the first time or see each other for the fourth time, depending on which one it is. Uh, and it's a very special moment. Very quickly goes from being an event that you attend to a, like a family reunion mentality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and we love seeing it when people will, you know, they're more excited about meeting up with their best friends than seeing the, the host of flight test. And that's exactly <laughs> where our heart is. We want people to connect with others. Um, and we love seeing them kind of, they'll actually stage outside of the event and then they'll roll in together so they can get parking spots together, <laughs> yes, which right. I think is the coolest yes, thing. Yeah. You know, they meet at a restaurant, they get dinner and then they roll in together and, yeah. uh, and make a weekend of it. And, uh, that's, that's exactly the heart that we want to see. Yeah. And I have no doubt that it's going to be the same in Florida. And uh, I really look forward to seeing what number three this year is going to be. Yeah. It's going to be crazy. Yeah. Three, three. In Florida in November is not a bad thing. Yeah, that yeah. and that's one of the other reasons why I'm excited about it. Because yeah. like I, I, I don't like the heat and I don't like sand and beaches and stuff like that. <laughs> so like going in the winter time is ideal for me. Yeah. I'm not I'm not gonna lie, which is which is I'm super excited yeah. about, which is really cool. So look forward to seeing you guys there. Yeah, let's let's get as many people we can get there and have some fun and enjoy some time together and uh, cultivate those relationships and and uh, also fly some fly some stuff. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's always going to be fun. So, uh, also on tap today, we're actually got a really cool opportunity. Um, and you've seen some video content up to this point because these guys, uh, to my left and right, have got the opportunity to go and hang out with some pretty cool individuals <laughs> recently. But what I'm talking about is actually the Red Bull Air Races, which is uh, coming up on October 14th and 15th mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. And you guys got to go out to Arizona, Arizona. right? Yes. Which is and, and hang out with some pretty cool peeps. How was that? It was pretty cool. We went out to Kirby Chambliss, who is the, uh, I think, two-time world champion of the Red Bull Air Races. He's Red Bull's pilot. He's an aerobatic pilot. And uh, he has a ranch out there um, outside of uh, Casa Grande, Arizona. Yeah. Basically in the middle of the desert. (laughs) Yeah. I saw When I was looking at the video, I was like, what in the world? Where are they at right now? I had never been in the the desert. That was my first (laughs) time, like, being in that being in that kind of environment. Sorry, I just slapped my microphone. Um, but we drove for like over an hour yeah. all the way out into the desert. You don't see anything. You, you get then, on a road, you point towards a mountain, and you yeah. stay on that for an hour. Yeah, oh, and then crazy. eventually the pavement goes away, and you're just on dirt. And there's <laughs> there's no street signs or anything. And then we came up to a gate in the middle of nowhere, and it's, he, they told us the code. We punched it in, and we still couldn't see a house. You know, yeah. but what? eventually we found it. And um, it was it was a fantastic weekend. The way we found it was kind of cool. And, and definitely, uh, Stefan, I'm sure you can link to the vlog below, mm-hmm. but Alex captured this beautifully. Uh, we were literally driving around. It was, uh, <laughs> I guess you can call it a gated community, but it was maybe five or six houses. Uh, and uh, they were spread out so far, you couldn't connect them or see how to get to them. <laughs> but all of a sudden, we see this three-quarter scale uh, Fiesler Storch flying over. And that was actually Kirby. And oh, we're like, man. okay, we're going to follow the, the Storch. And led us right to his house. He was house. flying about 20 miles an hour. Yeah, right above the <laughs> Right above the bushes. Yeah. And there were no roads. There was just like places where there weren't cactuses. Yeah. And that's how you had to navigate. <laughs> so if you decided to go down a pathway, uh, you might be blocked off by cactuses. Yeah. Dude, that's awesome. C- cactuses everywhere. I think cacti. Cacti, yes. Cacti is the plural way. Uh, perfect but definition of cactuses. The neatest thing about Kirby and stuff is literally he, he welcomes people into his home. His whole family does. And uh, we got to uh, meet up with the great folks at Red Bull um, that were, you know, responsible for bringing us out there. They were all there. Uh, really cool name, guy named Rory was there. Uh, he was getting a ride as well. 
Uh, and we walked around this house and all of a sudden, boom, you're right in the middle of Kirby's hangar and yeah. you get to see, what? I call it Kirby's dreamland. Kirby's dreamland. That's a good way to <laughs> That's say a it. Great. If you ever played that game, link down, link down below. <laughs> I don't know if I'll have linked down below, but, it's really <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got to see some of those beautiful planes, but every plane had a really cool story too. Yeah. He had, I think he has six planes or so there. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he has some more, but he's got a nice little collection. He has a, yeah. a clipped wing Piper Cub 1946. That's his wife's. Beautifully it's restored. His That's his wife's. Yeah. He has the Storch. It's a three-quarter scale Storch, uh, which runs off of a Rotax engine. We're actually going to be doing a video. We shot a video while we were there of all the planes in there uh, with his main mechanic. Uh, yeah. What was his name? John. John? I, I believe think, it was John. I think it was Jason. Jason, maybe. It begins with a J. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> all I remember is, is that big, he had an awesome beard. Yeah, and he that's a, all that he, matters. He had a legit beard. He knew everything about airplanes. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of cool seeing the dynamic between him and Kirby because... He said that Kirby doesn't pre-flight his planes. He doesn't. He doesn't no, maintain his planes. He has one hundred percent trust in his mechanic, and he has one guy that does it all. That makes sure everything's kosher and wow. good to go. Well, I don't know if you were around, but when I was talking to Kirby uh, about uh, his mechanic or his, his guy, and he, he really considers him family. I believe he brought him in when he was about nineteen years old, and uh, you know they became good friends. And uh, he's obviously grown up with him. And uh, the really cool thing about that is when we were flying, I was talking to Kirby, and Kirby was telling me. You know, you can't have your mind elsewhere. So if you're maintaining the planes and you're flying and you're thinking about, okay, did I do everything right? You're you're not being a safe pilot. Yeah. So he tries to eliminate those distractions because unfortunately, you know, he's lost well over a hundred friends. Uh, that's something he said three or four times is he takes life very seriously. And although he pushes things to the limit, he does it as safely as possible. Mm. And uh, it was really powerful hearing him talk about that. But the amount of trust and love that he has, he lights up when he talks about his mechanic. And you yep. can definitely see why, because he does just jump in the plane and go. Yep. But back to his uh, planes, he, he has a clipped wing cub. He has a storch, which is a three-quarter scale. He has a uh, two Edge 540s, one of which is the one you rode yeah, in. And the one, the other one is more closely to uh, the one that he uses to race and do mm-hmm. his aerobatics. It's a single-seater. And he said, he's, according to him, he said it's a night and day difference between the performance of the two-seater compared yeah. to the one-seater. Well, he did have a 200-pounder in front of him. <laughs> he so. referred it to it as a dog. <laughs> I wonder what the weight of those things are. I don't know. But the plane didn't fly like a dog. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I, I did not sense anything that was doggish Couldn't imagine what it's like in his plane when he's by himself. Yeah, I don't even think um, about it. But he had the two, uh, the two Edge 540s, and then he had, what was that other plane? The Meridian. Meridian. I yeah. think is what it was called. Uh, it's like a turboprop, similar to like a TBM. I thought it was a TBM when it's I originally a pipe, saw it. It's a Piper. Yeah. Um, and, it, and him and his family uh, roll around. Actually, somebody commented on the vlog and they said, oh, Kirby and his family stopped by in their Meridian to fill up at our FBO. Mm-hmm. And he said it was just like so cool getting to talk yeah. to him. He said he's such a great well, guy. And his family, um, his wonderful daughter and his wife, they are some of the sweetest people. Yeah. And uh, it was just really cool. You could tell that they're used to entertaining and hosting people because mm. uh, we walk in and his daughter comes up and says hi. And, and then we meet his wife. And then uh, he's like, hey, let me show you. And this is Kirby. He comes up. And uh, before he's like, hey, I'm Kirby Chandler. Pleased to meet you kind of mentality. He's like, hey, let me show you where the refrigerator is, where the bathroom is, yeah. where you guys can make calls, where you get the <laughs> Wi-Fi. He immediately goes into hosting and serving mode, That's which awesome. is which yeah. is cool. I'm, I'm just sitting there with nerd tears rolling down my he's cheek, like, you know. He's like, I, he's like, really, I don't care about anything. He's like, I just ask that you close the doors when you go through them so scorpions don't get in. Yeah. He's like, I don't know, I don't care about anything. Yeah, we're cool. Dude, awesome. <laughs> and uh, they really opened up their home to us, and uh, uh, it was it was awesome. So it's cool. And as always, it was awesome working with Red Bull. Yeah, um, they they helped me out a ton because uh, it was me, you, and Austin that yeah. went, and I was pretty much uh, handling. 
all of the video production stuff. Austin helped me shoot, but uh, Red Bull actually took care of all, all of the GoPros on the plane, yes. which was oh, that's super handy. They they not only got them all set up and hit record, but they also dumped all the footage for us and gave it to us in a nice, lovely package. Yeah. <laughs> right on a platter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and this is one thing. This is now, what is it, our fourth time working with Red Bull? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. And every time we meet different people from the organization, they are the closest, I think, to how we operate internally. Um, yep. They put tremendous amount of energy into making sure everyone's having a good time, but also it's very professional. Mm. It's very uh, free. Yep. Um, the the creative energy there is just mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, I just, I love it. Anytime we get the opportunity to work with them, whether it's their aviation crew or the, the food yep. talk people, they're just all phenomenal. A lot of people yeah. just think of Red Bull as just like a, a beverage company, which yeah. obviously they are, um, but they're so much more than that. And, and I didn't really realize that until we started working closely with them, but they have, um, they're a content company like yeah. we are actually. And they have, uh, if you haven't downloaded it, you can check out Red Bull TV. It's an app. You can get it for free. Yeah. It's basically like the Netflix for any kind of extreme sports that you could ever imagine. You can tune in and they, they do the fluke togs. They do all of uh, anything you can imagine from snowboarding to, to uh, air races. Um, but there was something that we just kind of noticed. We, we met the fluke talk team. We, we worked with them and all of all of these people, they all work for Red Bull Media House, which right. is uh, actually here in the United States, mm-hmm. I believe. And, I, and from what I understand, just the media house alone has 500 plus employees. I believe it. And um, when we were in Arizona, we met with uh, some more of the air race people, which were a lot of new faces because we hadn't really dealt with the air races before. But there's just like a common thread to every Red Bull employee that, yeah. that we met. And I couldn't really put my finger on it. But after thinking about it for a while, I think it's just like passion and energy and and most importantly positivity yeah like everybody that you talk to on the team is positive so positive and i think that's a that's a testament of why they are able to accomplish what they do yeah. i mean for those of you guys who came out to one of the fluke talk events or who have ever been to a red bull event there's something special i mean it's yeah. it's pretty crazy it's it's so much more than just an energy drink company it's it's yeah. a pretty special company well and it's uh yeah it, it was cool the, the laughter and stuff when we go out to dinner with them to see just how they treat each other, how they obviously treat us and stuff. It's there's not many companies where you walk into it where we feel like we're home. And that was kind of the cool thing. We kind of all walked back and we're talking together. And and the really neat thing about them is, is they get it. They get how you can combine friendships, relationships, creativity, differences, and roll it all up into a package and come out with some really great content. Yep. And uh, it was, it was an awesome experience. And, and anytime, you know, we get to work with them, it's a, it's a pleasure. Yeah. We're, we're definitely looking forward to the Red Bull air races. It's going to be in yep. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yep. Uh, it's the 14th and 15th yep. of October. Mm-hmm. Correct. Um, so we're going to be there uh, both days all day. And we're going to be running around uh, capturing some content and enjoying <laughs> the air races. And that's like, obviously the other thing that, that really runs us in parallel with them is Red Bull. I believe Red Bull's founder uh, just has a, a unending passion yeah. for aviation. Yeah, and uh, sure. if you look up uh, Red Bulls, I think it's Hangar Eight. It's over in Austria. Um, they have one of the most beautiful collections of vintage airplanes um, and modern modern day airplanes too. I mean, all Kirby's airplanes were amazing as well. Um, but they're they really do a lot to preserve aviation, to mm-hmm. share aviation, to inspire people with aviation. Um, not only through action sports, but just like I mean, the Red Bull Air Races. The Red yeah. Bull Air Races is literally mm-hmm. like the golden age of flight. Like the, nobody had really done this. And I believe the air races started in like the two thousands, like right around that area. But so it's been going on for going on like 20 years, but other than the Reno air races, which are still happening, um, there had been no real like air races. Like there were back in like the twenties and thirties and forties. Yeah. Yeah. And Red Bull was the the one that, that brought it back, which is yeah. really, really cool. 
Yeah. Most of the time, whenever we do content, even with aviation companies, there's kind of a mystery like to what would you like to cover and stuff. What I really like about this opportunity is they're like, we got a lot of really cool techie things that we really think your community would like to see. Yeah. And like, we want to give you, you know, access to, and they named off a few like the pylon and yeah. stuff like yeah. that to really get close and share what behind the scenes looks like. And it was like speaking our love language because so many times we kind of <laughs> got to talk ourselves into that situation or convince yeah. them that this is the best way to to share the experience. They got it and actually presented it to us. And they're yeah. like, tell us whatever else you need. So on top of that, they really want to give us the opportunity to be able to to, uh, to connect with you guys. Yeah. So uh, we're excited to do that too. Yeah. Um, I guess I don't know if we have necessarily definite plans, but we're going to find a way to communicate where we're going to be. We want to do yeah. some meetups and some highs. and. Yeah. If you're in the area, definitely uh, make it out to the Red Bull Air Races. If you yeah. haven't, if you're unfamiliar with like the air races in, in general, just definitely check them out. Yeah. Um, like I said, you can download Red Bull TV app. Uh, I believe it's free. Um, they also have an air races game, which air, you can air play. races game, which is really cool. And uh, it's it's definitely unique because obviously the Reno air races are phenomenal. It's a very special race out in Reno. Uh, Ian actually was just out there, yeah. but it's a little, it's a lot different than the Reno air races. Reno air races is a lot of um, vintage aircraft and i know they have all kinds of different classes but from what i've seen and i've never been but reno is a little bit more like top speed long courses you know nothing too crazy red bull air races like literally in indianapolis it's at indianapolis indianapolis speedway yeah the airplanes take off of the racetrack crazy a car like a car racetrack yeah and they they go through i've seen them in like dubai and different cities a lot of times they're over water but they're like 20, 30 feet off the deck yeah. um, doing these maneuvers. And obviously, like, uh, the Red Bull Air Race planes aren't quite as fast, like, top end as a Reno Air Racer, but they're also pulling, like, 12 Gs. Like, yeah. what did you say the max G was? I think, well, there's a certain G limit where if they if you pull beyond that, they disqualify you. Yeah. They don't want people being unsafe. But it's safe to say that I think you hit 9 Gs quite quickly, like, yeah. quite regularly. And Jeez. he took me, I think he only pushed me when I got the ride about 6 Gs. Yeah. And feeling what that felt like. I stayed conscious and I didn't get the tunnel vision, but my golly, I would want to feel 9Gs, let alone beyond no that. Way. So uh, um, he did say something really cool. He says, well, you know, when jet fighter pilots are pushing these Gs, it's sustained. It's in a turn. He says, with, with these planes, they turn so quick, you're in it and out of it so quickly. Hmm. But what amazes me, and, and I said probably a few times in this video, you guys have to be the best athletes. Reason is, is you're pulling those Gs and he's sitting there flying He's working the throttle. His arms are sitting there. So his arms go from weighing the normal weights of arms to times six times the weight. Yeah. And he still has to have that finesse, that motion, that control. And uh, that's what I, you know, those guys have to be totally coherent, sharp as attack, even when their body goes from weighing negative weight to positive, you know. I was at one point under six Gs. That means I was weighing 1,200 pounds. <laughs> you know, my body thought I was a 1,200 pounder. That's, Dang. That's insane. That's you crazy. Know? So, uh Hats off to them and what they do on the races, the intensity and that compact nature, it makes it super entertaining. Yeah. yeah. It's just real special. And the air races, everything that they cover, uh, we, when we were in Arizona, we, we met with, uh, some more of the Red Bull air air force that we hadn't met with, uh, the skydiving team mm -hmm. and they just bring passionate people and just basically kind of showcase them and give them what yeah. they need to do their thing. <clears throat> um, I've seen posts recently where they have, uh, extreme slack liners, yeah, I don't know if you're familiar, but like when in the Sweet. past have you been able to get like any kind of recognition or, or sponsorship for something as obscure as slacklining? Yeah. yeah. And these guys were just like killing it, like slacklining down a river on multiple lines. And it's it's a really cool company. Yeah. And they have a, enough they have, good things about them. they have a full page. I was doing some research the other day. They have a full page of every single sponsored athlete that they have. There's hundreds of them. Yeah. Um, but 
some crazy sports that you just like you would never have guessed like yeah. paddle boarding yeah like that's the thing like Ka- kayaking kayaking uh, slack lining i saw one guy kayak with a parachute yeah he kayaked I mean, out of kayak diving what <laughs> 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 literally everything you could think one of my favorite was it was in a different country it was paper airplanes Dude, that one is a little nichey, but dude, it was awesome. funny to watch because man, these guys are just folding it and just like getting these crushing little planes, and then they're just they're throwing it like it's like a, a football. football. Yeah, yeah. and it's that. just like yeah, and you see this little tiny play it's like, like, a like <laughs> <laughs> it was dude. awesome. And yeah, so I'll I'll link down below yeah. uh, to a couple different sites that you can go check. Out. Obviously, the 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 air race site and uh, Red Bull's um, actual page, uh, but they are a fantastic company yeah. to work with if you can't tell we're super excited to be working oh, with them yes. yet again and we hope to do so in the future we're bringing yeah. our spouses too which is really special yeah um, we're going to be there with our family and mm-hmm. uh, that's going to be a lot of fun at least most of us are yes yeah. so, so most of us are and yeah. and it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a pretty cool experience so if you're there uh come and come and watch hang out uh come say hi to us we'd love yeah. to 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 catch up with you guys um and also just enjoy the air races uh, as they are because yeah. from what i've heard they are fantastic. They're so a lot cooler than we are. That's yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, if you actually have the time to watch the air races or come see us, definitely go watch the air races because we're not nearly as important uh, <laughs> or interesting. <laughs> we're was, just a couple dudes it, hanging out. It was an eventful, eventful couple weeks. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And uh, and so yeah, so we're really excited to be able to do that, um, and hopefully we'll get to see some of you guys out there. So uh, another uh, item of note today, actually, we've had a couple different. Uh, things kind of pop out of the uh, works here recently. Uh, had some releases. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got some other releases in the works, which yeah. you've actually been working on. Mm-hmm. There might be something going on behind my head for those that you're watching. Good reason to um, watch the vlog. Yeah, good reason to watch podcast. the podcast. Um, but the, one of them is the F, uh, FTX29, yeah. uh, which is we've talked a little bit about briefly and and, and kind of no, you've noticed some content on it. Um, but that was one thing that we uh, kind of pushing our – Limit a little bit to a more of an advanced build, advanced kind of airplane. You can't know, even, can't even see the word we. It's Andrus. Yeah, Andrus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow, uh, what an amazing young man! If anyone isn't aware, we had a, a great name, a gentleman named Andrus Lou. He's 16 years old. Yep. He basically interned through the summer for us, and day one he walked through the door with a uh, mock-up of an X-29 that he designed, and our jaws just hit the floor. It flew beautiful. He spent the whole summer working on this thing, refining it in both flight characteristics and also the build experience. Right. And at the end, you know, we, we released it. Uh, the cool thing that's happened since then is great people like Ben Harbor have come out of the works. And um, this is designed to come off an EDF. We're working really hard to try to get the perfect EDF. Right. We found it. We just got to make sure we can get enough of them. Um, <laughs> but Ben Harbor uh, tested this EDF on it, and he got the X-29 up to 106 miles an hour on a four-cell. That's crazy. And, on a, <laughs> just a four-cell, too. EDF. And, the crazy thing was, is as fast as it was, um, that bigger motor made it easier to launch. It made it fly better, smoother. Mm. It was crazy. So this can be either a prop-driven or EDF. I'm just going to say it. Go EDF. Yeah. Because Which I had never heard yeah. Josh say that before. Yeah. <laughs> never in my life. Even even the Vigan, it's like, okay, that's cool. The Vigan's cool. But there's something about the sound of this, the way it's ducted, yeah. the speed, the the look in the air. It's mm-hmm. incredible. And uh yeah, so we're we're really trying to get this EDF thing mm-hmm. um, kicked off as quick as possible. But Andrus, the, the plane is available. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're working hard to get an EDF power pack. Yeah. For, for this plane and yep. future builds. Yep. So it takes either a 64 or 70 millimeter fan. Uh, just so you know, if you guys want to know, and you have a couple fans laying around, 2850 kV, four cell power, mm. 12 blade fan. That's the magical combo to really give you the best efficiency, power, and speed. 
Awesome. And, that, uh, they'll love that because I know there've been some people on the yeah. on the forums and just in the community that well, wanted to build something. And that size will also work fantastic for the Vigan. And then Ben Harbor is going to be contributing through a community release uh, early next year um, for the Phantom. Awesome. And that will be uh, that'll be the same motor. So we're going to kind of staple around that twenty eight fifty kV motor. What we got to just do now is we got to get enough of them on order because you guys support us wonderfully and we go through a lot of stock. Yep. And for some reason, EDFs, man, they're they're hard to keep in stock for anybody. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, hopefully we can keep that product in there. Yeah. So that's so. awesome. And then also uh, another one uh, on the quad side Which of things. <laughs> they got, got a bug with Alex over here. Stink bug. Dude, stink bug. On, <laughs> he almost died. Stink, stink bug almost are, ate him. What is up? They're dude, taking over the world. They are taking over the world. He, he it's like kind spread of his wings. He's like going to kill me. He's looking me <laughs> right in the eye. Dude, that was fantastic. All you see is Alex. You, sorry, those of you sorry, listening, yeah. I'll give you a, a, a preview here. You can just see Alex <laughs> flapping his arms, wailing, and then hitting his hitting his leg as hard as he can to get this thing off. Yeah, well, it was fantastic. You know, if you ever look at a, like a stink bug or some of these insects up close, they are downright what they copy to make those crazy alien movies. Terrifying. Mm-hmm. They are terrifying. Terrifying. Looking. That's why they're small, because if they're big... We wouldn't want to live here. No, we would We would all be dead. Like, yes. It doesn't matter if they're nice and they're like puppy dogs. We would not want to see one of those things big. Dude, Dude, he's flying around. Back. He's flying around everywhere. So you might see him again in this podcast. You might hear uh, about him. I'll watch we'll your back. Happens. You watch my back. <laughs> That's okay. Awesome. Who's going to watch mine? Uh, yes. Dang. Okay. So uh, is actually what we're talking about now is the, uh, the FT270, which uh, we're going to be shooting uh, some content on yeah. that coming up here in the next... Yeah, he's, we got one on here on the table here. This was actually in the build video today, mm-hmm. which is fantastic. So uh, the FT270 is available. But one thing that I love about it is that we've been talking about it since we kind of talked, released it earlier, is that the flight time. You, yeah. get, you get, you know, well, anywhere from 8 to 12 minutes. We're looking at doing some fun stuff in the video coming up here. And, and first off, for those of you who aren't familiar with the FT270, what he's talking about is this... Uh, uh, mini quad. And it's not like your typical racer. Um, we're kind of trying to get back to the roots of when we first started flying uh, <laughs> copters back in the day when we would make them out of wood and stuff like that. Yeah, buddy. Um, but the race quads are awesome and we still love that adrenaline rush of a flight, um, but they only get about like three minutes at the most of, of battery, especially if you're really pushing it. So TJ's goal with this design and TJ's one that designed it, by the way, um, was to get more flight time, uh, still maintaining some pretty good speed and really smooth footage. So it's it's yeah, a, got this up to eighty miles an hour too. It's a two two seventy is for yeah. two hundred seventy millimeters. Um, so it's a little bit bigger, so it can handle six inch props. Um, he we, he's been running it on uh, T motor F eighties. Mm-hmm. I've just been playing with them this whole podcast, and they're just beautiful motors. <laughs> yes, they are. Then <laughs> um, they're huge too. And I believe on a he's running a twenty eight hundred four cell, mm-hmm. and he was able to get what. 13, 14 minutes of flight. Yeah. yeah of, you, of chill, just kind of yeah. lollygagging. Low key around. flying oh. and then really hard flying. I think he still is able to get like eight minutes. In eight to nine, yeah. yeah. And the nice thing about this is carries a gimbal. You know, one thing, uh, Alex, you, you do the most amazing follow footage, uh, but it's hard to do when you only have a three minute burn time, basically, mm-hmm. to chase after these. Plus, a lot of them didn't have the speed to keep up with the planes. Right. This has the speed if needed, but it also has the efficiency if needed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so a lot of people say, hey, what's the platform you guys use to get your aerial videos? Well, now we have it, and uh, we we refined it, and everything that we wanted to see in a, a chase platform uh, is now in that. And I love the fact that it can even for those crazy people, it can even take a gimbal. There's an extra plate there where you can put a uh, session gimbal yep. on it and yep. fly a session and get some really crazy. It looks like a Mavic, but doing 60 miles an hour. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> we actually we did speed test it in one of the vlogs. 
Uh, we can link it below, but it we did what like 85 80, miles, 80, an hour? 87, 82, something like that. 85 miles an hour, um, which is pretty respectable, yeah, for, yeah. Uh, for a quad, especially with the for big, that size. It's what? a big, it's a pretty big, heavy quad, yeah. Let's just say it this way you guys could chase my full size airplane and still have 20 mile an hour cushion, <laughs> yes. you know, so that's that's pretty fast, yeah. yeah. When you think about it's it, got, it's got some giddy up, and and I gotta give some props, pun intended, to TJ. Um, for really, in my opinion, crushing it on this build, mm-hmm. like just this design, he put a lot of work and a lot of design, a lot of effort into this uh, whole package kind of thing even from, from everything from the plates to, uh, the motors to the size, everything he mm-hmm. thought it out very, very, uh, clearly. And, uh, so big props to him for, for doing what he's been doing lately. He's been crushing it. Uh, we're very blessed to have him on the team. Yeah, um, absolutely. and so we're lo- really looking forward to seeing what you guys think about it. Um, so you can also, uh, something cool. You can, if you don't want to build it, we have people here that can build it for you. So if you want someone to build it for you, you can yeah. click a box in the, in the actual product description. We got to get Matt and Ian both on together. In, yeah, in a podcast. I, we had them on. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, uh, was that last week? Yeah, yeah, oh, last perfect, week. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yep. We we got them on. We had we had them talk about the build services. We're also going to be doing some repair services, which is really cool. Um, which I don't know what we're calling that yet, but it is what it is. Flight test labs. Flight test labs. Yes, that's what TJ liked. Okay, yes. I like that. Let, let us know in the uh, comments down below. FT labs. Um, uh, let us know what you think. Yeah. What you want it. What well, you wanted to call. <laughs> this is this is really kind of a cool thing. We we're talking yesterday about you know where the community has kind of brought us. You know, we had an idea where to start from, uh, but a lot of the past three years has been really just listening to what the needs are and mm-hmm. meeting those needs. Right. And with, if you would have told me, you know, years ago, like that we'd be pre-building quads and things like that, I'd be like, that's not the vision. That's not the vision. But the vision was always to address uh, hangups and hurdles that people have in the hobby. Mm-hmm. And the really cool thing about this is one of the biggest hangups and hurdles is both, you know, people don't have the ability electronically or with their computers to have a good experience, even right. if we do the best video in the world, to build it themselves. Yeah, or or a lot of people don't even have the time. Yeah, yeah. Like for some people, the money's not the issue. It's it's the time. I always use my dad as an example. Yeah. He's a very busy guy flying all over the world. Yep. When he gets home uh, from a trip or something like that, he doesn't want to spend six or seven hours, you know, building something. He wants to just go out and fly. Yeah. Um, so anytime he asks me for recommendations, I keep that in mind, and I either say get something pre-built or get something ready to fly. Yeah. Um, and the nice thing about that is we have that now. And yep. the best part about it is with TJ, Matt, and Ian, these are all professional drone pilots. They yep. know the latest technology. They know how to tune. It's done professionally. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love that. But also now, you know, people crash. And if they don't have time to build it, they may not have time to fix it. Or they may want to upgrade it, but they don't have time for that. Right. Uh, TJ kind of came in with his vision on let's let's provide all these services to where, you know, no matter whether it's a build needed, upgrade, you know, I damaged it, I don't know what's wrong, I need it tuned. There's a solution for that because the end goal is to ultimately get people to get what they want. And I think he said it best is, you know, we want people, we want to be able to help people with their passions. Mm -hmm. So we're not going to tell you what kind of quad you need to have, or we have this quad, you need this quad. We're going to say, what experience do you want? And we'll build the quad around it for you. Yep. And uh, I love the way he's built this thing out. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, Well, that's where FT Lab, I said that when I went back there today. And Matt and Ian were back there, uh, or Matt's working on like a prototype gremlin yeah. with three inch props. And like Ian was over there building some crazy quad. And it just felt like a laboratory with yeah. like yeah. quad scientists, quad scientists yeah. like conducting <laughs> experiments and stuff. And it's like, it's like a laboratory back here. And yeah. TJ's like, FT Labs. FT Labs. That's <laughs> yeah. the name of it. That's it. It's going to be. It was, there's a shelf on there. And every customer, basically, when they get their pre build, it goes in a box, it comes up here, their name's on it. 
And then that order kind of shuffles through as it gets built. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because the day starts and then you see the, the, the ones go down to the next shelf. And then all of a sudden you see three or four going out and they don't just hover it and stuff. They take it out and they, they put it through the paces. Mm-hmm. They, they fly it like they're building it for a race. Yep. And I love that. I love seeing them vet it. They, they, they put it through all that. They tune it. They don't just cookie cutter anything. Yeah. No. And uh, they, they put a lot of passion behind it. Well, and speaking of passion, it takes a special person to be able to sit there and say, I'm going to build, you know, two, three quads today because they don't they don't work off a of quantity. They want to make sure everyone's perfect. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact how they get down in there and they go out and you would have swore that it's their personal quad that's going in the air. And they're excited when they go out and they fly right. it. They come back in with a big smile and guess what? You grab the next one. And uh we gotta we gotta get some kind of like webcam or something on these yeah. guys because it's it's so cool to see them. We work. should uh, we should do. I think Immersion did that with uh, Jerome when they were doing the Vortex. I don't know if they still do it, but uh, the Vortex two fifties. I think it was mm-hmm. they would have a card in there that said like test flown by Jerome. Remember yeah. Jerome? Yeah, I remember Jerome. <laughs> It'd be cool to uh, to do get those guys a card so they can put it in there yeah. and so you can see who who built and test flew your quad. That's a great idea. Very special. <clears throat> nah, and and they they've been crushing it. They've been literally putting passion behind every little thing that they do. And they're both great guys. That's that's the other thing about them is that that I don't want to make light of is that they are fantastic builders, fantastic flyers, but even better individuals, yeah. um, which is why uh, we were so excited to have uh, to hire them, yeah. uh, which is really cool. So if you haven't met them uh, at the next event that, that you see them at, definitely introduce yourself because they're great peeps and they, and they got a lot of cool information. They want to meet you. So, um, you know I got a couple other things on the agenda today, but um, there's there's one that I really want to get to, mm-hmm. and so I think we're going to leave some for for an, for another day. Yeah. Um, but but to close, uh, we have a we have a very dear friend, uh, who, and most of you probably know him. And we talked about this last time on the podcast. Um, most of you know him. His name is Michael Crash Hancock. Um, he goes by Crash on uh, on most social media mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He's he's had a. a uh, the crash podcast, the crash cast, uh, over the last many years, um, doing some crazy stuff. Most, a lot of people in the hobby have uh, know about him or have met him at some point in time in their, uh, upbringing in the hobby. Um, but one big thing as of late, um, he, and most of the people know he had been diagnosed with cancer, mm-hmm. um, p- fairly aggressive cancer, uh, about mm, two or so odd years ago. Two two and a half years ago, and he's been fighting through a situation where they've only they they gave him about a year and a half about two years ago they gave him about uh, six months to live, yeah. and he has been pushing and going. He's he's lost a bunch of weight and he's he went on a diet and he's just been he's been doing really well. Yeah. Um. And as of late, it's kind of taken a a slight turn for the worst, and uh, they've kind of it's not looking great. But at the same time, he is as cheerful and um positive as ever. Um, and I just wanted to, uh, reach out to the community, um, to make sure that you do reach out that if you have ever been touched by him, or if you've ever, uh, had something that has been, um, influenced you in a positive way, uh, reach out, send him a Facebook message. Um, if you have his, his contact info, send him a text message, give him a call. Um, because he, he is, He's as a much very as, special dude. Yeah, as much as yeah. he's being positive, you know, it's a tough situation. Yeah. His wife is there, you know, he's they they've they've been doing uh, a lot of fun things at home cuz he can't get out of the house. Um they just had one of the last episodes of the of the Crashcast 361 on a YouTube. I'll, I'll link that down below. Yeah. Um but you can get to see that. Uh, it's special. Me and my wife watched it uh, a couple of days ago together and uh and we were welling up. Um but uh he had all his friends there and his family there. Uh, all the co-hosts that were on the cast with him, all six or seven of them, they were all there hanging out, talking and chatting. 
Um, and he kind of just poured his heart out. And so I want to, I want to really have the community come together and pour your hearts into this man uh, yeah. that has done so much for so many people. So um, our prayers and our support are with you, Crash. Yeah. Um, and please go out and, and give back to somebody um, like this and even other people in your community because that's what it's all about. Yeah, we'll definitely have the contact links if you guys have a special thank you, any mm-hmm. any well wishes. But also we, we firmly believe in the power of prayer. Please exactly. don't hesitate to lift them up uh, in prayer. We believe that works. And uh, I think if you ask Crash, he knows it works. Yes, and, he uh, does. He, the gentleman is not only a fighter to stay around this long, uh, battling such a severe cancer, but mm-hmm. he's also a guy who lives. Yes. And having the honor to see him at Flight Fest East, you could tell that. You could yeah. tell that with his friends. You could tell that with his life, the way he uh, he poured into other people. By the way, if anyone's never seen this guy, he's like 20 feet tall. Yeah, he's huge. <laughs> and and the biggest hard. teddy bear in the world. <laughs> and uh, I felt short next to him. Yes. And uh just, but boy, he's one of the most approachable individuals and mm-hmm. uh, he just really loves people. He, he lives life to the fullest and he he's really done does. so. And he's, yeah. he talks about that in the video. So definitely go check that. He talks about, you know, how he has no regrets. Yeah. He's done everything that he's, you know, ever wanted to do except for, you know, a couple of minor, minor things. Um, but yeah, go check that out and uh, crash. We're with you. Yeah. Uh, we love you. Um, and we, uh, we hope to continue to uh, chat and talk with you as, as long as we can um, and to see you do great things and, and your love legacy lives on my friend. So uh, first and foremost, uh, Josh and Alex, thanks so much for being here as well. I uh, really appreciate you guys having uh, time to come on you and bet. chat and hang out with uh, me and the community. Um, and so also, if you have not done so yet, uh, consider subscribing on uh, iTunes and rate us on iTunes because that's something that we uh, value heavily. Uh, we want to know what you guys think and what you guys want to hear about. Um, so go and check us out there. Also, we do a lot of content on YouTube. Uh, we have four or five episodes a week that we do. So go and uh, subscribe to that. Also, hit the notification bell for that to, to be notified of all those crazy videos that come out, which we're already working on one yep. coming up here shortly. <laughs> so, uh, so thanks for listening, guys, and watching, and we appreciate that. And uh, we will see you guys next time. See you next time. Deuces.